Welcome to the Relative Dimension, the Shadowrun actual play podcast. This episode is going to be a little shorter as it concludes the first session. Uh, so I wanted to take a minute to talk about what we've done up to this point. I started running this probably six months before I started recording it. So I've run them through Silver Angel, Mercurial up to this point. Uh, somebody mentions doing a party for Mercurial. So they'd know some of the characters there. I think I've also done Bottled Demon at this point. Um, I might have done Dragon Hump. So these characters are established. Um, they might have 40 to 50 karma at this point. I don't remember exactly. But other than that, we now join our third episode, finishing the first session of recording. And I hope you enjoy it. Tomorrow arrives. We're supposed to not take equipment with us, then? Is this what we said? Are you asking Teddy? Via the transceiver? No, I'm asking yeah, cause for a refresher of what was said at the time. Out of character, they said that equipment will probably be provided because we'll have to take public transportation. So we'll probably get guns and stuff there. Okay. Which means I probably can't take my foci. The meat, you get a message. It has the place after and the time, 9 to night. After. What's, is that a name of a club in downtown? Do you have any Seattle knowledge? I mean, I seem to remember when we were, like, scoping out that government building. One of them was, like, uh, sort of an uh, 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 afterlife inferno type place. I'm trying to remember if that was it. Okay, then look it up. I have one point in computer. After is a private club. It's exclusive, but not too pricey. Has a reputation for being snobbishly liberal. It is several blocks from University of Washington campus. Oh, that's pretty much downtown, too. Yep, it is downtown. Because well, I mean, Washington University is like right next door to Seattle University, right on the hill. Okay, let my friends know. Lightning Zero, Doc, meet tonight. Is this the next day? Yeah, yeah this will be the next day. Right, so during that day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn some German. Uh, meets tonight at nine, uh, at, uh, and I give him the address of the place. And then I try one more time to find some stim patches. I now know one rank of German. Uh, hold on. Yeah, you can learn a rank of German. I don't see why I couldn't. He goes under the matrix and finds that Rosetta Stone program and pirates it. Yeah. It's been <laughs> repeating back to it, yeah. Yeah, you just needed two or so. You can ask where the bathroom is, and you can exactly. find out drinking and eating and running. I, I can, I can ask, I can ask the way to the beach, and I can order, you know, where the, is the, the library, beach. and what, you know, what time it is, and uh, um, I understand what what a passport is. And with okay. exclusive clubs, that also means dressed well. Let's go. Yeah, I got my suit. All right, getting to the location, there is a stairway leading down. To a sublevel door. Go in. Alright. As you open the door, uh, there is a Mater D there. Ah, yes, come in, come in, you are expected. And he leads you in. The place looks like a bomb hit it. And then you notice that it's part of the decor. There's uh, little nooks for meetings that look like craters in the floor and rubble strewn about. There's chairs and tables that are, de- are deformed as though partially melted. Uh, but what looks like the melted part is actually stylus, 
stylized so that it is still usable. There's a sharp smell of ozone in the air, and the lighting is dim, except for occasional blinding flashes of simulated nuclear uh, detonations. Okay. So post-apocalyptic? Yeah. There are arcing wires protruding, protruding from some walls that crackle and spark every once in a while. Um, not far enough out so that people get too close to them. There aren't a whole lot of people present. There are a few huddled in small nooks, uh, small groups within the crater nooks. If you please, be seated, says the lone figure that is waiting at the table that the Mater D uh, leads you to. Her, her accent is French, even though I can't do one. <laughs> Easily, anyway. Master, you can do that. <laughs> try it. No, no, I want you to try it. No. No, you gotta try it. Two-pointed <laughs> elven ears protrude from her elegantly coiffed golden hair. Coiffed. Coiffed. She has a neo-European business suit. And from next to her are two obvious corporate goons. I enjoyed the way you, re- you received my invitation. You've come highly recommended, and I have no doubt the job I have for you will be one of the easiest you've ever been offered. First, you are to make a pickup. There is a certain book that is overdue, and you shall collect it for us. Second, you are to make a delivery, but it's to the same place as the first. The object to be delivered is a simple valise, locked tight and quite harmless. I do hope that the fact that you need to journey overseas is not a problem for seasoned runners like you. All travel arrangements have been made, and I can provide complete information about your destination. Oh, all right, sounds good. So tell us about this book. Ah, the book. It is a medieval manuscript, nearly 15 centimeters thick, bound between wooden covers that are 30 centimeters square... Despite its sturdy construction and great weight, age has made it delicate. You must bring it back in mint condition. There are two ways in which you will recognize this book. First, the cover is engraved with the title Pandemonicus Faustus. Below that with the subtitle Collectiana Occultica. Second, the frontispiece depicts the archdemon Asmodeus. The illustration uses long-lost monastic art that makes the blood-red ink appear to be wet. The ink appears white, but it's blood-red? I don't understand. Wet. 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 Oh, it makes it appear wet. Uh, The valise, she kind of uh, motions to it. Um, which is actually sitting behind her that she shows you. It looks like an aluminum satchel. It's about 20 centimeters by 25 centimeters. I will have this pre-checked into your luggage, into the flight as part of your luggage. It looks um, bright red markings, declare it to be perishable medical supplies. There is a tiny digital readout that reads 250. There are valves on the bottom that occasionally seem to leak small bits of cloudy vapor, which quickly dissipate. Huh. Uh, I look at an asteroid. Okay. It uh, actually roll a sense. It seems mundane. Your destination is a um, small hamlet, a tiny hamlet on the eastern fringes of Bavaria, called Munchmausen. Schloss Munchmausen. 
Yes. Slush okay. mouse. Okay, so I said it right. Okay, cool. You'll take a transorbital flight to Berlin. From there, a bullet train and then a conventional train. The isolated location of it prevents direct transportation. Once you are in Bavaria, everything will be provided. During your journey, you should pretend to be ordinary tourists. The target is the castle. Um, she pulls out a folder with some maps of the grounds, which I shall provide in a few minutes. It is the, the medieval home of the Baron Munchmausen. It is set atop a mountain cliff. Uh, visitors arrive there via aerial tramway this time of year. Low-flying vehicles are strictly prohibited within the Baron's domain. Hey guys, we should bring some low-flying vehicles. Is it possible to get to foot, uh, get to the base of the cliff by foot? Yes, but it is difficult. But if you are good climbers, a climb is possible. Um, you said equipment, well, we were told that um, equipment will be provided on location. What can we expect? Hold on. Excuse me while I go and get my dossier. Inside, I can provide, uh, like I said, some of these will be hard to get past. Um, certain items would be get hard to get past inspections, but I believe I can reliably get pistols for everybody with ammunition, a taser, maybe one taser, I don't know if I can get many, knives for everybody, uh, extra microtransceivers in case you don't wish to take yours, a white noise generator, perhaps some maglock passkeys and respirators, um, climbing equipment, uh, snowsuits because it will probably be cold in the mountains, as well as armor jackets and uh, goggles for low light. I think I have stim patches ready to provide as well. I think I also have ready SMGs with stun and explosive rounds ready. Uh, a grapple gun with some grapple line for it. And then snowshoes and more climbing gear. In case you, don't in case you do wish to take the, the cliff. You don't have anything more powerful than, uh, in terms of weaponry? Uh, I will see what I can do. Shotgun, perhaps? Perhaps. Like I said, it, it's, space is limited. Of course, we don't want, we don't want any, any, uh, anything extreme, but if it's possible, then that would be appreciated. Also, timing is of an issue. Because of the, the location, flights don't happen regularly. The next flight is tomorrow at 6 a.m. After that will be uh, next week sometime. So the tickets I have are for tomorrow's flight. And the return uh-huh. flight? Did you say? Return flight? I didn't catch that again. And the return, the return flight. Yes, the return flight is also covered. That right. is... Hold on. The return flight info is not listed with the flight over info. Hold on. We expect the runners to go over there. We don't expect them to come back, so no listings given. No, well, I imagine it doesn't really matter for it, the run itself. So, well, no, because we got if we've got like if we've only got like a week to do the job, then it matters. Right? Yeah, yeah. On the other hand, it also matter, but it doesn't matter. Could also be a more open-ended ticket, but you know, mm, possibly, but those are expensive. 
Yeah, well, this guy's probably rich as hell, so who cares? <laughs> and we're not paying for it. Castle in, in Europe. I don't think money's a problem yet. Yeah, we're not paying for it anyway, right? <laughs> no, see, what we do is we turn in the ticket for a Super Savers ticket, right? I mean, it means there we have go. to take flights, but, but we, you know, we get the money back. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you know, instead of going straight to Germany, we've got to go to, uh, um, like we, we go to, uh, California, and then we go to, we're going to the one with 12 layovers. We make three jumps in Africa, yeah. and then we go to Italy, and then we get. Looks like the return flight is five days from your arrival, and every five days after that. Okay. That's pretty good. If you miss the first return, depending on how hot you get in and out, you may have trouble waiting for the next one, or you can try to find a different way. Alright. So what are we talking here for this job, then? Let's see. Assuming you have Dr. Jones with you... One would assume, yes. For the four of you, uh, a hundred and sixty thousand, with forty thousand available now, and the rest upon delivery. Hmm. Uh, Do you have any wishes regarding the Baron's property and personnel? Nothing in particular, though I don't see any reason to be too harsh on them. Okay. In and out with no trace would be better, but if... You need to do anything other than that, then do what you have to do. The question of that. Yes. Uh, let's see, yeah. So take the book and leave the valise. Uh, if, if you were to uh, allow a brief confabulation here. Say that again? If, if you would allow a brief confabulation between my, uh, my group here. Ah, she motions you out to a different place if you want, if you need to go to a different table. I don't. We will go to a different table. Uh, any any issues here? Anyone see anything wrong? Um, there's a lot yeah. of money. So overseas. I mean, if he's crossing us, it's kind of a going to be going to get awkward. That's all I'm saying. But what? yeah, I know that. It's a job. It's just you know we're in a different locale. Yeah. Let's do it. And, well, anything yeah. valuable is not going to be as easy as she called, of course. Right. I mean, he's obviously paying a lot for this and going through great lengths to get it. It's not going to be an easy job, right? Yeah. But I like a challenge. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, then. Sounds like right. we'll go back over there. Goes, all right. Yeah, we're good. You didn't see my comment in chat? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting into that. I don't have negotiation. No. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good. Um... Uh, but you know, going overseas and all that stuff, you know, it's maybe, maybe, maybe a little more than one hundred sixty thousand would be appreciated. You know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, <laughs> or, or you know, pulling out dice. Ooh, four successes. Well, balls. I I never roll low on the negotiations for some reason. <laughs> no, you don't. We can't get any more money out. You never roll low. You need better negotiation. I have been raising it slowly. Shut up. I mean, what is that? Eight dice? What's your charisma? Five. For an elf with a five charisma? Yeah, I guess that's not too bad. Just needs better. Hey, hey I wasn't off face. No, I wasn't. I wasn't making your face here. She she inclines her head for a moment. Why? Well, I don't think the job is difficult, and I, I will look into adding a little extra into the equipment just in case. 
Uh, one really is as high as I can go. However, I could possibly start with 50 instead of 40. Oh, fair enough then. Excellent. I, I guess we will be we will be um on a I'll be catching a flight tomorrow morning. Uh, how much time in Berlin between the the, the transorbital and the bullet train? Uh, hold on. Why you want to go sightseeing? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Don't you? Um, a few hours. The bullet trains are relatively frequent. The regular trains, on the other hand. However, the regular train okay. is not as frequent. So if if you miss the first bullet train, you might be all right. But if you miss the second one, you might have to wait a day for another train into the village. They they leave in the morning and arrive and return in the evening for tourist purposes. We shall keep this in mind. Very well. Contact me when you return with the book. I shall be eagerly awaiting. All right, then. Okay, first thing we need to do is we need to buy another aluminum case that will fit the book. She gave us the dimensions. I think they were, as I wrote down. Yeah, it was something. 30 centimeters by 30 and 15 thick. Is that right, Joe? Yes. Okay, yeah, so that's a good case, idea. Buy aluminum case that big. That'll fit that. All right, a little bit bigger than that. Let's see, 15 centimeters thick is about 6 inches. And about a foot square. Uh, you'll probably find a, an aluminum suitcase, a hard-sided suitcase for that. Sounds good. Fill it with cheap t-shirts. You can do that. A uh, hundred new yen. Now, for case and it. t-shirts. The thing I wanted to ask you is, how likely is it that they would spot SmartLink on a pair of contacts at the uh, transorbital security? Probably not very. Because as far as I know, the contacts themselves don't have any restriction rating. And neither do any of the upgrades. It's only the smart one. Yeah, probably not very likely. I mean, it, it might entail having you take them out and scanning them, but probably not worth the effort. Okay. I'll risk bringing them in. And guys, we may not need the climbing. I mean, well, at the very least, we can I can levitate one person. Up. Yeah, I figured, I figured that's what you were going for when you asked if the base was reachable. I got a better idea. What we do is... Um, we we hijack the, the plane uh, and we we parachute off it. We get it to fly over the castle and parachute off it. Wow! What? It's a brilliant plan. What are you talking about? No, what's going to be fun is when the long haul wears off during the flight. Oh, that's going to be hilarious! Uh, it won't wear off during the flight. As soon as I can tell, it'll wear off while I'm on the train, probably. Yeah, but you can be asleep for up to forty-eight hours. <laughs> We're just going to have to carry him around, William. He's not even going to participate in the run. He's going to be asleep. Weekend at Bernie's style. Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's going to be slapping him, you know, wake up, come on, Teddy, what's going on? Dunk his head in some ice water. So it sounds like that's it for this week. Next, well, next session, I'm going to do some planning. Yep. Is there anything <laughs> else you wish to do now, though, before we call it? Um. So we've got, we've got like, uh, a few hours before we've got to catch some to sleep and then catch the flight, right? Yeah. Um, and so, so what do we leave? Um, do we leave everything behind, or do we? What do we take? What we think we can get away with, or you're flying through public airport, and they're pretty tight on security. 
Right, but I mean, like, obviously, you know, we can take our comments with us, for example. Yeah, you can take your comments. They'll probably catch any weapons you try to take, unless you're right. very good at hiding them. Right, I'm not going to take any weapons. I trust them to provide good stuff. Cyberware, um, if it's implanted, typically what they will do is lock it up. They have devices that will strap around arms so that you cannot deploy spurs or hand raisers or things like that. So, well, I should be okay then because I don't have any actual dangerous stuff attached to my wares. Right. Yeah, they're probably going to do it anyway just to make sure. Uh, I think they could, I would have thought they'd have like a scan or something. Like, oh, right, this guy's got a blade in his wrist. Let's put something on there. No, yeah, it would probably all light up as metallic. Yeah, it depends on Actually, what they find. <laughs> it's like metal detectors are no are no use in Air Force anymore. Yeah, need like full body scans. I actually had to go through one of those one one time I went through the airport. I had I have no idea what I had on me to trigger it, but they put me on like a uh, scanning room thing. Basically, anything restricted, you might have issues with. And my whole body is restricted. <laughs> this is why I don't travel. <laughs> it's a good thing reagents aren't restricted. Yeah, is there anything else? I think I would... I, the, oh, the patches are restricted, aren't I? No, slap patches are fine. Unless the drug venom is restricted. I thought I remember seeing that they were... No. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. No, I thought I remember seeing one of them was restricted. I'm taking my med kit. And my slap patch for trauma. I don't have any slap patches. And, uh, yeah. the only yeah, I take the slap patches. And, I, you know, I'll, t- I'll take one medkit supply for Teddy's medkit. Just in case. Oh, I got supplies for it. Okay, uh, can okay. you see the map? I see the, the, the word still. Me too. You see the word scaly? You don't see the map? There is a map, but there's nothing on it. I see begin action phase, clear actions. So I have you guys over... Hold on. Did you move to the big map? Nah, don't see anything. I guess I just the words. It's weird. I have you over on a map. Oh, wait a minute. My I was disconnected. Let me try re-refreshing. That might have something to do with it. I don't know. Probably. Did you move over to a map? No, still showing the words. I did try to drag my token to that, but I couldn't see anything when I dragged it to the other side of Hold on. Let me, uh... Did the words go away? Yeah, they're gone. Nope. Let me just add it over here, then. Oh, no, wait. I see the words. I just scrolled away somehow. You still don't see the map? No. Maybe you guys need to refresh. Yeah, I'll reload. I see it. Because this is weird. Yeah, you guys need to reconnect, because I see it just fine. Well, it's... It seems to be stretched. Wrong. See a map? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a map. Okay. I see the Schloss Munchhausen? Munchmausen? Schloss Munchmausen. Munchmausen. There you go. That is the map that she provides. Um, she doesn't have labels for anything. She doesn't say where the book is? Presumably this is the main castle building. Yes. What, you're not, are you pointing? Cause I don't see it. I'm pinging a circle? Nope, don't see it. Oh, ah, there it is. The red is mine. Do you see that? Oh, yeah, I see the red one. I do. I do you see the red? No, I don't see a red one. I see the, the green, green one. one. Green is me. I don't see any others. Hold on, let me wow. try loading. I think everyone needs to reload. <laughs> I, I just yeah, maybe you need to reload now. 
But yeah, I'm assuming that number 12 is the castle. The weird, almost squarish one. Yeah, it's number 12. Now do you see my circle? Yes. Yep. yep. Okay, that's the main castle building. Alright. Probably got like a... Maybe that's a stables and... Okay, now I see the others. Or it could be a barracks of some sort. Okay. So, would this book be in a library or would it be stored somewhere in a vault or what? That she's not so sure of. Okay. It could be anywhere. As old as the guys might should be in a library. Oh. (laughs) The guy keeps it in his pocket. It's a pretty big pocket. She said it was believed to be kept in his personal library on an upper floor. Guys, we need to get like a flappy, flappy suits and flap up there. Um, she says that the castle is four stories plus two sub, two basement levels. Okay. Uh, what kind of like contingent is there? What kind of what? Contingent, like what kind of guards? That she's like, not sure. Is like, is, are there guards on the walls or in the towers or anything like that? She know any of that? She knows that low-flying aircraft are usually shot down. Okay, then. So there is some some type of security. Is it connected to the Matrix? She doesn't know. Do you want to search on anything? Yeah, just pull in in my character up now. I can do like a a perception just to look for information on this place, right? You can do a matrix search for Baron, for either Baron Munchmousen or the city. Yeah. Do a search for him. Okay. Two. Where's the two? Uh, you managed to dig up that the Baron was once a big spender. He was known from the Riviera to the Alps, but he has not been seen about in recent years. Apparently he's become a recluse in his castle. You also find out that he's a troll. Um, we may want to save this for next game so that it's... Scary. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Okay. I've got a couple more questions I want to search and I'll do them next time. Assuming okay. I'm here next time. Take note of what you want to ask. Um, I just want to search... Well, I've searched him. I just want to search info on the castle in the village. Okay. Then let's call it here. Um, three karma for everybody. Cool. Actually, um, four. One extra for saving, hopefully, Tiger. Hopefully. Well, I did manage to keep the spell on for three days. And that concludes this episode. The story will continue in the next episode. I'll probably be releasing it in about a week or so. Thank you, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. The Topps Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Topps Company, Inc. has given permission to Relative Dimension to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Relative Dimension in any official capacity whatsoever. Relative Dimension is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us but please give us credit.